1: I'm good, and um, you know, uh, this is part of my favorite part about the podcast is those feel good stories, so I'm really excited about our guest today.
0: Yeah, you know, we we, we do a lot of uh, educational, and we focus really hard on on good, solid information and resources, and we do like to mix in the, the feel good stories, but I tell you, Pam, this one is one of those ones that uh, is a feel good, but it's got a little hidden resource as well.
1: Yes and it, it's kind of near and dear to my heart because it comes from um, my hometown so I'm really excited to introduce our get our, our listeners to Nadley and Jay Peoples from Delhart how are you guys
2: doing great
3: thank Wonderful. you
1: thank you thank you so much for um joining us and um, let's start from the beginning um i know you both have had spouses other spouses previous spouses um Jay, let's talk about Michelle.
3: Okay. Uh, well, Michelle and I, we started our journey through, uh, the cancer, you know, fi- finding out that she had cancer through the treatments at, uh, in Harrington and also at MD Anderson. And, uh, so, uh, that began in, uh, 2012 and, uh, so anyhow, you know, as we were driving back and forth and flying back and forth to Houston and back forth to Amarillo for treatments, uh, you know, we were insured, but we realized how expensive it was for all the other, you know, the rooms and food and just day-to-day stuff and then also missing work. And, you know, we just always thought, how do people do this? You know, we were blessed to kind of be self-employed and also have, you um, some other resources and, and and how expensive it was for us, and uh, you know, as we discussed that, we we before she passed, uh, we were really trying to uh, figure out how to raise money and what just how to start up and and uh, to, to take care of this, and uh, so she came up with the name Twilight we call it the Twilight Fund. She, at, that, at that time, the Twilight series was really popular. and She really enjoyed that. And I, that's how that came about with that name. But anyhow, so it all started with a group uh, here in Doward, um, uh with uh, Kelly Wicovich and Celine Schumacher. And, and now we have Jennifer Gergen on board. Uh, we have Tammy drum that's gonna be on our board and Donna Gaddy and Natalie and I. And so we we kind of manage the funds, no one's paid, no one, it's all just in and out to the people in need. So that's how it all started. Yeah, you,
0: Pam, I, I know that you and I both, having worked in oncology for some time, completely understand what Jay is saying. And I can feel that our listeners are, you know, as I have said before, nodding their heads yeah, it's not just the treatment that's so expensive and, and taking away from everything. It's the travel if you live else outside of town, or in this case, as Jay said, have to go to MD Anderson. And that comes with a whole nother set, regardless of whether you have insurance.
1: And I think sometimes you don't realize the need that is out there until you're in that situation. So, Natalie, um, let's talk about you a little bit and tell our listeners a little bit about yourself.
2: Okay. Um, Well, I was blessed to be married to an incredible man for uh, 13 years before he passed away of cancer. Um, Our journey began also in 2012, September 6th, to be exact. And um, he battled a small cell sarcoma that was unclassified. Uh, We went to Amarillo, Lubbock and MD Anderson for treatment. And um, anyway, it was a 14 month battle that ended in his passing in uh, November of 2013. And we had two very small children at the time, just one and three years of age. And so not only the financial burden and all of that, but little babies involved too with our battle so
1: a lot going on yes absolutely very trying times (laughs) (laughs) so now everybody's probably going to wonder how in the world did you two meet and um
2: come about so okay so here's how our story goes um my older sister lives in dalhart and her husband was in farming at the time Jay was the valley irrigation sprinkler dealer in town. So my brother-in-law and Jay had known each other through making contact through work, um, ag and the sprinkler business. So as they built their relationship through business, they discovered that they both enjoyed riding motorcycles. So then they would go on motorcycle riding trips together and their friendship built Well, then as um, both of our cancer journeys began, we of course knew of each other and what we were both dealing with. And my sister and her husband ended up taking a lot of care of my kids. We were at MD Anderson for over a month at a time on two different occasions. So my kids became her kids for those periods of time. And I'm so incredibly grateful for that. And so just in our time in Dalhart, with the kids and and everything we were going through. And of course, Kirk knowing about Jay's journey with his spouse. um, We just knew of each other's stories and prayed for each other and um, all of that. And then once our spouses both passed away, I would say our communication more started as just grief support and checking in on each other and trying to be there for each other as we were both struggling um, with the loss of our spouses. And then, I don't know, something clicked. <laughs> something cool. was, something yeah. was different. We went to an event uh, really right after our spouses passed, about a month or so. And it was just a fun party here in Dalhart. We, we danced together we two steps. We laughed. We, we had a great time and then kind of went our separate ways for a while and then came back. Together. So You probably <laughs> yeah.
1: knew how each other one w- was feeling. Yes. More so than
0: uh. what, what a unique story. What a, what a very unique story. That is uh that's 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 really, really uh touching. And I appreciate both you guys uh your your openness and in in, in in talking about that. Um you know Pam, I think um about how so many programs and so many things are started in this case out of a bad situation and that that was very tragic on both sides and to start a a program and a foundation and being able to do what you guys do and we want to dive into that in a second but you know um that just means it's it's more powerful it just means so much more
2: right well and I think one thing I heard when I was dealing with um our fight was the line of, um, I wouldn't wish this upon my worst enemy, but I would wish my perspective upon the world. And I think having the opportunity to truly live that and now to be joined with a spouse who's gone through the same thing and also has that perspective has been such a beautiful thing. And I also love that we can openly talk about our spouses in front of each other because we respect and understand that. And we can openly talk about our spouses for the sake of our children and their lives and understanding what that means. And I just, we both feel very blessed with finding each other and the roads that crossed.
3: Yes, and I have two daughters, so I have adult children and then we have little kids, so I had you know, two children, Tatum and Kelsey, which are 23 and 27 now. And so that brought a whole nother mix into everything, but it's, it's been wonderful for everyone. So how
1: old were they when Michelle?
3: Yeah. So what's that?
1: How old were they when Michelle was diagnosed?
3: Let's see. Kelsey was, uh, she would have been around 20 and Tatum would have been 16
1: so still very young kids yes especially. yeah so you talked <clears> about <throat> the twilight and um, some of the our listeners might want to know more about it um can you talk um about that
3: yes we um, uh, you know uh our all of our funds go to local Dahlhart <clears throat> people you know and hartley county that was just kind of in our guidelines when we initially started this and what was discussed when my wife was still alive. And um, because we knew a lot of the contributions were solely coming from the Dalhart area in these two counties. So, um, you know, so we began in 2012. And at that time, we'd only given out, uh, looks like $1,750 from our fundraising. Since then, each year, uh, now we're up to giving around 22000 a year, and uh, we've given out uh, to date $157,625 wow. and, uh, to about 150 people. So, and, you know, when we take the checks to these individuals, we try to spread it out amongst our committee, because uh, it is very touching and very rewarding and very sad, but... You can console those people and, and uh, maybe make their day better, just you know, just at that moment, and uh, and let them know that things will be okay. You know, we're we survived it as a as a um, caregiver, uh, not going through the actual cancer, but generally we're giving the checks to the caregiver. Sometimes we are giving it to the to the patient, but. Uh, But anyhow, that's where we are uh, at this time and and, uh, we're very blessed to, to be able to do it.
2: And I think that's one of the main reasons our fund is so successful because I feel like almost everyone in town knows of someone that our fund has directly helped. We don't do a lot of advertising, it's kind of more word of mouth and those close community connections and, you know, through church or school or work or whatever the relationship is. And like Jay shared earlier, the, you know, even relationships with people at the bank, if people go to get a loan to try to cover things, they reach out to us and call us. So I love the fact that it's just a very tight knit group and we go and we Personally, deliver these checks and we pray with them and we cry with them and we share our stories. And um, we had someone tell us the other day that, Jay, we just don't know how you did it. Every time we were in such need and we didn't know how we were going to do it, you showed up at our door with a check. So it's just those small instances where we know in the grand scheme of things and battling cancer, $500 or a thousand dollars don't, Go very far, but in those very moments, it does. It pays bills. It it helps them fill up their gas tank and get from point A to point B. Yeah,
3: and and we help. Uh, you know, a lot of patients have received two to three checks. You know, a lot of are in longer duration with treatments, and and uh, so we know it's an ongoing need, not just a one time giving. We try to keep on top of it let them know that we're here. You know, when you get in the jam, just. Give us a call we we'll, we'll we'll figure it out we'll make it out
2: and we've had all ranging <clears throat> scenarios you know stage one very initial an initial treatment or surgery that wasn't very invasive and it was beat it right away and then we've had those who have like Jay said we've been helping for years just you know checks along the way to help them get by a little bit every time and you know Some have beat it and some unfortunately have not, but it just, everyone's cancer journey is different.
1: So is there any other qualifications? Is it just solely for those that have been diagnosed with cancer?
3: Uh, Pretty much. Yes. And, and, and going through treatments. Yes. You know, uh, we, we, you know, we just need some backing just to, and most people we know in town and family and so, you know, we we have a pretty good idea. And then, you know, we just need to get some basic information just to have it approved through the committee. And, uh, but yes, that, that's uh
2: And we do try to keep it local because again, just our community maybe you know, Hartley, maybe some of the other smaller surrounding areas where Dalhart is their home base still, and we all know each other. Um. And again, I think that's why everyone loves it because they know the money that they give. And we don't, there's no overhead costs. There's no fundraising. There's no mailers that go out. Everything, pretty much dollar for dollar, everything that someone gives, we just turn around and give right back to someone in our community. And people like that. They like knowing
0: where their money is going. Absolutely, they do. <laughs> you know, it, it's so powerful just listening to this. And Natalie, you know, you you said it on the head. Being in a small town, I grew up in a small town. Um, you know, everybody knows everybody, and mm-hmm. you certainly have those connections. And pretty soon, I would imagine you start hearing, "Did you know, so and so was just diagnosed?" Right. And you guys know how to reach out to them, or they know how to reach out to you, and you're so mission focused where it's just in your communities um, which just makes the biggest impact and I totally understand what you're saying when you say well it may not seem like a lot but in that moment it's pure gold yeah and it it, it's blessed and it goes a long ways
2: and I know in my experience I had a a various number of things that people did for me and some were very small acts and some were absolutely mind-blowing generosity that I'm still taken aback by. But no matter what it was, the act, you're right. It was pure gold in that moment. And you knew that you were loved and supported and people were caring for you.
0: The other thing too, is when you think about it, if they're coming over for treatments and, and I mean, it's a lot of trips and even though Dalhart isn't that far, it, it can, it can add up with all the trips that they have to make, especially as you guys said, if you have to go to MD Anderson. So you do pay pay for uh, uh, travel, if you will, in general. Um, Is there anything else that you guys assist with at all?
2: We generally, because everyone's situation is different, we leave it up to each individual family or cancer patient or caregiver on how they feel those funds, I mean, we designate that it needs to be used for cancer travel, which could be, of course, gas, food, lodging. Um, And in some instances, depending on, like you said, the treatment, if they're having to go for a daily thing for a week period and they take a break, and if they have children, you're looking at childcare costs and, you know, there's just a lot that goes into it. And so we want to give them the flexibility their situation to be able to apply those funds for their cancer treatment purposes as they see fit.
1: Ryan, some of our listeners might be thinking, well, I don't live in Dallas or Hartley County. Um, what, let's talk about the foundation, maybe that um, we can help them.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, and the, the key thing on that, Pam, and and, and I know that, that Jay and Natalie would um, echo this, that like you and I have said on, a, on countless occasions, you don't need to know about us until you need to know about us. Right. And, and it's it's moments like this that we're able to say, you know, people are listening and they now know about the Twilight Fund. Uh, and when they hear of someone, their relative, a friend, or someone says, oh my gosh, that this person in Dalhart, it, hopefully it clicks in their mind and they go, they need to talk to those folks that I listened to on that podcast. And so it's not so much about, you know, uh, today as it is two weeks from now or uh, six months from now, um, which is so cool that you guys have been doing this for quite some time. The, the the unique thing is we're very closely aligned when it comes to what the Harrington Cancer and Health Foundation does, as well as what the Twilight Fund does. Um, we too assist with uh, travel. Um, we have folks that'll apply to the foundation. Uh, and and I know exactly what you're talking about, gas cards and gas cards and gas cards, um, because they do, we, if we're not helping them, if you guys aren't helping them, Natalie and Jay, they're less likely to make it to every single treatment or they're less likely to you know, keep food on their table because they've got to come back and forth. And so we do assist with gas cards as well. Uh, hotel stays. We've helped with flight arrangements and things like that. So um, you're speaking our language. We're, we're on the same wavelength, especially because we too know that, uh, you know, you're one phone call away from a financial hardship, no matter how much insurance you have and no matter Mm -hmm. what kind of coverage you have financially, it it is, it is, it's a hardship. Yes.
3: And you might Tell
0: them
2: that you, you put in Yes, yeah, so I had the opportunity to meet Gaynor. Um, I believe she's with the Cancer Foundation somehow. And she- it's our
0: boss. Okay, well, I
2: met her <laughs> so at a, a luncheon her. here in Dalhart.
0: I want to speak very highly of her. Our yes, yes. Well,
2: <laughs> I had the pleasure of meeting her at an event here in Dalhart, um, someone who wanted to connect us. And so I had the pleasure of, of having a nice lunch with her one day. And so she passed on, uh, oh, I guess kind of your general form and some of the caregiver and survivorship benefits that you all also sponsor and do. So what we have now started doing as a result of that meeting her is um, putting that information in with the check that they received from us. Uh, So, and just letting them know that there are additional benefits, but of course, you all do require some more detailed information but just knowing that that is out there and again depending on the journey that they're on for some people it might be a fit and for others maybe they're they feel comfortable and blessed in their situation and don't necessarily need to utilize that foundation so that what we've done at twilight has then led us to meeting individuals from your organization that have allowed us to yes cross cross advertise i guess
0: if you will Right, we're all on the same team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we all hate cancer, and we wanna yes. we wanna yes. help folks in their their deepest darkest moments, um, and 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 sometimes, as you said, it's it's a it's a it's a a, a lift here and a lift there, and, and a little bit of help there, and and it, it all make, makes a huge difference. And we absolutely thank you for uh, including information from the survivorship program in there oh, as well. Um, you know, it's, we we don't know about everybody, just like uh, we were talking a minute ago. And so it's important to really kind of lean on each other uh, to do that. Absolutely.
3: Well, and we have, uh, there's probably three other organizations in Dowart that, that help people with cancer travel also. We have our Doward Cruisers Car Club, there's a Motorcycle Club, there's Strikeout Cancer Group. Dowart is just really focused on trying to, help each other other out and and have survivorship through this cancer journey. And we're just so strong about trying to make someone's life better and ease that burden on them if we can help them in any way. So we're not the only group in our doing something. There's several others.
1: There's something about that small community that you can be proud of.
3: Yeah. Yes,
1: it's amazing. And speaking of travel, I know another thing that we do here at the Survivorship for those that are local is the chemo cars. So um, that helps people get to and from their appointments. If um, our listeners need to know more about that, don't hesitate to give us a call and we'll be happy to help you.
0: And Pam, they can go back and listen to, I believe it was episode two uh, of our podcast or maybe three um, and, and, can, and can listen to our interview with uh, Chemo Cars and talking with Zach, the founder of Chemo Cars, about his vision and how that came about through his mother's passing and um, how we partnered together to provide free transportation in town uh, to and from their, their, their visits and from their, their treatment. Um, and that, again, you know, goes hand in hand with, with uh, our topic today with the Twilight Fund. It's all about transportation. You know, it's one of those things where it's like if there's a barrier, we feel like we need to try to figure out a way to address it. And you know, we 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 are constantly coming up with new barriers that that folks are having to deal with. And it sounds like um, from what you guys were just saying in Dalhart, uh the the barrier of transportation and and um, lodging and, and things that go along with being displaced from your home uh, is really a big one that's being taken care of by you guys as well as your other organizations there. That's fantastic.
3: Well, we're I was so blessed that Harrington had a facility there and y'all have upgraded a lot since I was there with the, the new facility. I haven't been through it yet, but just not having to go to Houston was, huge and the way we were treated there and everyone was just wonderful and um, we're so blessed that we do have that facility close to this area and surrounding towns when you're going through that journey it's it it is uh absolutely wonderful that you all have that service
1: yeah. something about being close to home and those that love you
3: yeah. you still kind of feel at home in amro with us yeah. I mean, it's, it's, you're the same people. Right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so if some of our listeners are listening and thinking, oh man, I know someone here there in Dalhart or Channing Hartley, wherever, close up to home, how do they um, get a hold of y'all?
2: Um, we do have a Facebook page. It's just under the twilight fund and Kelly Wickovich, uh usually checks on that and, and does that for us, or you can call any of the board members, um, Jay or myself um, and we are happy to take care of it. And usually the other nice thing about being so small, uh, we talk to each other across our desks and say, hey, can you get a check for so-and-so? And within five minutes it's done and we're delivering it within 10. So it happens fast as soon as we know of people's needs. And yeah, one of our favorite stories is that about the bank and the gentleman that came in wanting to take out a $250 loan so that he could go get treatment in Amarillo. And the person said, just wait right here, sir, just a minute. And she went back and called us and asked if we could help. And we said, absolutely, you send them our way instead. And that's exactly what they did. And we were able to help that gentleman. And, you know, I just think that also shows the beauty of our community that the bank fully Knew they cut into their profits, right? Alone, that's how they make their money. Um, but instead, knew there was a better option for everyone, and put us in touch with them. So we're just so grateful that people reach out to us, um, either by Facebook, talking to one of the board members, calling us directly, sending a text, um, emailing, what, however they'd like to get a hold of us. We're here to answer their call.
3: We just had three yesterday. We gave out three checks yesterday. Mm-hmm. So you know, and, and sometimes we may go a month, but then all of a sudden here we have, four, five in one week. But, yeah, But
2: And uh, sometimes it starts just by the conversation. One mm-hmm. name will be presented. It's like, oh my gosh, did you know, here's an update on so-and-so have we helped them? Or we just found out this person was scheduled for surgery. And so sometimes it seems when we do start discussing a name amongst the board that then other names get presented and those conversations in our community, uh, to help each other out start that way too.
3: Yeah. And any community can do what we're doing. We're not, we don't have the magic deal to, to make all this happen. It's just getting it out there and, and known and, and do a few fundraisers, but have it, uh, you know, a fund that's an annual type deal and, and, you know, just get a good group of people behind you to promote it. And, uh, it's not complicated. It's just, uh, and people, people want to give and they want to give to their communities. And, uh, you know, so.
2: And any chance we do give um, you had asked us prior to the podcast, kind of how it continues. And I had said either fortunately or unfortunately, if people do pass away, we've been honored that they trust us with their memorial contributions to honor that person's life and their, through cancer, and so one thing we do is when people give to that, um, with our thank you notes, we include a you know general piece of information, our story, and how many people we've helped. We give the little synopsis of number of residents we've helped and the and the money that we have distributed, and we also say you know if they would like to contribute, we are a five hundred one c three organization. Um, and so we do try to include that especially for out of town family or or people that have no clue what the twilight is. So we do try to take that opportunity when we thank them for their contribution to tell them a little bit more about who we are and we do the same for the residents who receive the check. Some people don't know what it is. They're happy to get the check. They're like, We're, uh, "What is this?" you know. And so we you know take the opportunity to just include with the check a write up about our organization and that it doesn't come from Jay and I or the person that delivers the check, it's the whole community um, through contributions and memorial donations and different things of that nature that are supporting them. And we've had people return the checks and say, pay it forward, give it to somebody else. Yeah, or um, turn around
3: and write us a check.
2: Yeah. yeah. We Which were stopped in at one of the local restaurants the other night, a gentleman that we'd helped several years ago. And he said, hey, you guys have helped me, I wanna help you. And we're like, okay, well, just anytime, whatever works for you, you know, we were literally in the lobby of the restaurant. And he's like, no, I just wanna take care of it right now. So he just wrote a check, handed it to me. And I mean, I was thinking, I don't know, 50, a hundred dollars, something, I don't know. So I just go back to the table, put it in my purse because we were with some other people. Well. I happened to look down, he wrote out a thousand dollar check just right there in the lobby of the restaurant. So you just never know how it's gonna come back around to you or when or
0: by who. <laughs> right. right, small towns. You know, Jay, you said you don't have the magic piece or anything, but, but you do, you have passion and you have, you know, a, a, a very strong bond with your community. And that, that to me, is more than any magic potion or piece, um, and, it, and it means so much. And you're right, anyone could do it, uh, but the connection you guys have and the passion you have, there's no doubt, is what drives the Twilight Fund and uh, has kept that going for so long to help so many people. Yeah.
2: Well, and that's, I feel very blessed to be able to have stepped into the role of being on the Twilight Board um, to honor his late wife, Michelle, and to honor my late husband. And, you know, to know that Jay and I have walked a, a path um, with cancer as caregivers, and we feel blessed to be able to help other people who have gone through um you know, whatever they're fighting and we've gone through it too. So when we say we know what they're going through, we do know what they're going through and, and we're just so blessed to be able to be in a position to help them. Brian, these
1: are my favorite kind of stories, you know, making lemon out of, um lim- or lemonade out of lemons, you know, um, and it's important that, you know, you look outside of the grief and the sadness of what cancer can bring, but look how many people y'all have touched. So yeah. Dalhart is very blessed
3: to have you guys um there. no doubt. we're here to to make a difference and uh, make it a better world. Wow.
0: this has been it's one of those stories, Pam, that i I wouldn't believe it if I hadn't heard it myself. and I, I think many of our listeners are are, are feeling the same way. Uh, you know we we encourage uh, you guys to continue. Your journey um, with the Twilight Fund—I know there is no doubt—you've uh, touched so many lives and will continue to touch lives, and that uh, your your um, spouses are very, very uh, thankful, and they're they're just—I know—they're happy that that you've continued this on. Absolutely, yeah. Pam, this, 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 it, it kind of seems like a moot point, right? To, to talk about a Pete's powerful moment. Cause I think we've tucked on about five of them during the podcast, but you know, we want to say thanks to Pete's car, smart Kia for their continued support of this podcast. Um, do you guys, Natalie and Jay, do you have another powerful moment that might, uh, you know, you, you don't want to say top the, the others. Cause we, we have, we've had so many powerful moments, but. Share share with us one more story, if you have one.
2: Well, I would just like to share, um, you know, the Twilight Fund, I believe in what we try to do is to share hope and to be that ray of um, light for people in a time that's mostly covered in darkness. And um, I think Michelle started the Twilight Fund and kind of where it's gone to, the actual meaning of The twilight is the light from the sky between full night and sunrise. And I just think that's so beautiful because it's going from that darkness and hoping what we're able to share is to bring that moment of light and hope to anyone who is on a cancer journey and they're battling every day. And we just want people to know that we support them, we empathize with what they're going through, and that there is hope and restoration and light. And we're just very blessed to be able to be a part of that. Um, if we can just shed one little ray of sunshine in their, in their journey,
0: we feel blessed to be able to do
2: so. Wow.
0: Yeah. I, I'm speechless. And you know, Pam, that doesn't happen very often. No, not for really. <laughs>
2: Uh, well, thank you for the opportunity yeah, to let us share you. our story and what we're, Um, I guess in some regards, I feel called to do and called, Jay and I have been called together to carry this forward, honoring both of our um late spouses. And we just feel thank you for the opportunity to share our story.
1: We really appreciate y'all all coming on all to all do. you. Thank
0: you. You're so welcome. We want to share the news about the Twilight Fund. And we encourage all of our listeners, whether you live in Dowhart or not, give them a follow on Facebook, follow them on Facebook, keep up with their stuff. Uh, there's always, um, you know, someone that that you, your paths may cross, you just never know. And so give them a follow on Facebook. And if you know of someone who needs assistance in uh, and around Dowhart, definitely reach out to them and let them know. Right, Pam? That's right. But one last
1: thing that we need to tell our listeners to do is to like, subscribe, give us all the buttons, thumbs up, share this podcast with those that may be going through a tough time um, and shed light on their journey.
0: That's right. That's right. It's It's important to pass the information along. If you just keep it to yourself, it doesn't get out there and doesn't let everyone know about this wonderful resource that's just in our backyard. I mean, it's just just around the way, just around the corner. It's not that far to Dow Hart. Um, It's important to share that information. So thank you everyone for joining us on this week's episode of Beyond the Ribbon, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Beyond the Ribbon. Make sure to subscribe to our weekly podcast and follow us on social media for news and updates. If you'd like more information about the 24 Hours in the Canyon Cancer Survivorship Center, please visit our website, 24survivorship.org. Thanks again, and we'll be back next week.